Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, welcome to a Football Drop Podcast. My name's Will, and with me is Benji. Evening, mate. Hey, How's it going? Yes, good, mate. Yeah, good. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. It's weird recording on a Sunday night instead of a Monday, though, I must admit. Yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? But uh, needs must this week. Pubs open tomorrow, don't they? Exactly. So definitely going to be out there, I think. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, got to have, good, mate. Gotta have a beer, mate. It's it is nearly normality. That's why I'm sitting. I know we're outside. It's going to be cold. Probably going to rain, but normality is just around the corner. Right. Let's do it. Let's go and have some fun. We got to we got to do it, and we we got to go and have a beer and sit outside in the freezing cold. Wrap up warm. Yeah, I think you should, like bring a blanket or something. I've seen a few sort of like country pubs that are. Uh, Sort of saying, oh, you can buy a blanket and the proceeds go to charity and stuff. I thought it was a really good idea. It's a way to get people to just go out, help support them, and raise money for a good cause. Yeah, that is actually. I've not seen that, but that that's really, really good, isn't it? Uh, I like that idea, actually. Yeah, I thought it was quite a nice touch, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's exactly what's needed. Let's get like the economy going. Let's get the pubs going. And we can just have a good time. We can just have a laugh, chain shit in the pub. I can't wait. Yeah, it's nice doing it in a pub instead of, you know, on webcam recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can stop this now, mate. <laughs> yeah, sorry, listeners. I know there's a few loyal ones out there. Uh, there's loads and loads of them. So we do apologise, but it might be the last one. <laughs> Australia is going to be gutted. <laughs> Australia and France, like, no, football drop. <laughs> don't worry, listeners, we're still going to be about. You can't get rid of us that easy. We don't have an awful lot more to do, so we might as well keep this going. 
Oh, that's true. That is true. So how was your last seven days been, mate? How was work? I know I know your that, that word scared for a year. Joe, you... I, I was very excited to be back, uh, albeit it was only two days. But the good news is I'm back again next week full time now. So restaurants are opening. There's loads of uh, staffing issues, unfortunately, which is great for me. Crap for the restaurants. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to be back uh, properly again. I felt a real sort of buzz on Tuesday, sort of Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, after sort of like closing the laptop for the day. It was just a case of I've got a bit more purpose again, you know. And as I said, obviously, at the beginning of this, normality is around the corner again. You know, I appreciate as people like yourself and, and the, uh, the sort of key workers from the NHS, you know, sort of frontline staff have all been working, you know, from the start. Um, so hats off to them, but it's nice to have a bit of normality back for me. I've been furloughed sort of on and off for the best part of 12 months. So I cannot wait, mate. Cannot wait. What about you? Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, there's going to be others, others in the same situation, you know, where you've had that year's furlough, made redundant, whatever. You've had a significant period of time off that's been stressful for for people. And, and hopefully, you know, with this tomorrow, that, that means people have got a little bit more, or at least some, um sort of normality back to their life a little bit more structure a little bit less worry for them um so yeah good time good times fingers crossed touch wood whatever you want to do good times coming back i must say i was a little bit disappointed with obviously there's people like yourself and the key workers uh, well that hurt a little bit i'm not gonna lie mate oh sorry i didn't really mean it like that but I suppose you are a key worker, work in the NHS and whatever, but, um, you know, if you want to make things all about you and take it all personally and, you know, everything revolve around Will Salisbury, then, then be my guest, mate. Um, but, you know, that's part and parcel of, of being a sensitive little flower, aren't you, mate? Moving on. Yeah, my week was good, mate. I was going to say, how was your seven days? How did the move go? You all in? I'm all in. I'm all in, mate. Yeah, the move went... The move went well. Um, you have to pop over, come sit in the garden, have a beer. Yeah, sounds good. Have you got um, have you got like a, a back entrance to the to the garden, like a little fence and a little gate? That's it, mate. Yeah, a little little uh, little sort of entrance at the back there. Sounded a bit wrong, actually, didn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> little back entrance for you to come in mate yeah lovely and uh and that's the end of this week's podcast thank you very much i'm just hopping round. <laughs> uh, where did you want to kick off with though this week mate did you want to start with the news sorry mate we start with the news yeah do you want to start with the news or some funny news stories have you got a funny news story i've got uh <laughs> kind of yeah so uh Borussia Dortmund uh, played against FC Cologne at the weekend, or Cologne. Uh, excuse if the, the pronunciations are quite right. I don't speak fluent German. Um, but Matt Hummels, after the game, uh, got left behind. Nobody noticed him. Nobody noticed he wasn't there. And they uh, they went back to back to base. So he had to make his own way there. How embarrassing must that be for a player for none of your teammates to realise you're not there? They do what? So they, he, he finished the game. They've all got on the coach. Yeah, so they've all kind of finished, packed up as they normally would. Uh, everyone's got on the coach or the plane or whatever it was. And um, just obviously returned back to, to base or whatever. Uh, and yeah, Hummels isn't there. No one cares. No one gave a fuck about him. 
I reckon I reckon that's disgraceful and there's a space in the Arsenal team for him if he fancies it. Oh, I hope not. Well, I hope not. We don't need another player that's like 39 years old and cannot run. We've got <laughs> David Luiz. We just got rid of Socrates. Let's not have another one, mate. Christ. Yes. Fair enough. So uh, I must say, actually, with regards to scores and stuff, obviously we'll go through them later on in the uh, in, in the podcast and the episode. Um, but Arsenal and Sheffield United are currently playing. Obviously, it's 10 past eight currently. And it's still 1-0 to Arsenal, is that right? Get up there. Yeah, Lacazette. So, yeah, fingers crossed we can um, we, we can get a win out of that. But we'll uh, see what our predictions end up like uh, towards the end. It'll probably be that by the time we get to that segment, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be good to go. Um, anything else in the news this week that you've seen at all? That was pretty much the only story I found funny, to be honest. So I just wanted to raise it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was there anything in the news? I don't. Well, nothing. Nothing in terms of outside of like playing. I, I don't think I saw Eddie Howe uh, is serious contender for Celtic. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. I've seen that as well. I think he could do quite well there. It's a yeah. different league well, for him. He can rebuild what he's he's kind of done in his career so far. You know, he, he did a blinding job at uh, at Bournemouth. I think, to be fair, Celtic is a step up, you know, handing that pressure in in that uh, that league, especially against Rangers, who have come off a sensational league win and still obviously flying high. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of turmoil around at, at Celtic as well. So it'd be not, nice and interesting, I think, to see how he goes. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think he'll be a good appointment. Um, obviously, as well, the sad news that um, Prince Philip passed away. Yeah, uh, yeah. Footballing news aside, the the ripe uh, old age of ninety nine as well. It's only two months from his hundredth birthday. I know, and he got a letter from his wife and all sorts, wasn't he? But yeah, yeah but he's, yeah. I wonder if he gets if he gets many of them over the years. Letters from his wife and stuff. Oh, I bet they're pure filth, mate. <laughs> That's disgusting. There's so many levels. Probably <laughs> <laughs> swap a nude. <laughs> I wonder if he's just like, Joe, you know what? I've just licked the back of your head. She's like, what? Oh, I've just licked a stamp. Just licked your head. Licked your face, love. Because some of the stuff he's oh. come out with over the years, he probably would say shit like that. Oh, 100%, mate. And she's definitely up for that. <laughs> I didn't know you and Liz were like that. You're proper tight. <laughs> 100%. I don't know if you can get arrested for saying stuff like this, isn't this? I don't know. I'd like to point out that uh, police officers, if you are listening, I've not said this. This is entirely weird. <laughs> So I'll give you his address after. If you need it, email us. You know, drop us a message on Facebook at Football Drop Podcast. We're there. We'll reply, mate. Don't you worry. Instagram <laughs> at Football Drop Podcast. In, uh, Twitter at Drop Football. I tried to change that, and you can't. No, I, I assumed you can't. So we'll leave that. Um, the other footballing news that I have seen, mate, is um, what. I haven't finished. Oh, sorry, mate. I thought you'd finished sitting there looking away. Ah, oh. no, looking away? No, I was looking at you, mate. Oh, actually, I was looking at me in the corner. Like, anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. I was, was going to say, next week's fixtures have moved from 3, 3 p.m., haven't they, on Saturday because of the funeral, I, I believe. Oh, have that's, they? So that, I've not seen. That's kind of what I was going with that. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, uh, that's a nice one. Nice thing to do, isn't it? Hmm. 
Perfect. Anything else? Or are you, you, you're done now. just want to clarify. Make sure you're move okay. On. We'll, we can move on. Uh, the last bit of news we did want to say is heavy rumours now with Harry Kane wanting to leave if they don't reach Champions League football. Definitely a real possibility. And, and I think that goes back to a little bit of conversation that we had last week around uh, Haaland. And I think that where he goes will be important to where Harry Kane could go. I yeah. know they're completely different, different kind of players, different like different stages of their career. But um, I think that would be important, and especially if Mbappe does move to Real Madrid, Haaland goes to um, Barcelona. Although, does Harry Kane fit better at Barcelona? I don't, I don't know. What do you reckon? No, I, th- I think Haaland fits better at Barca than than what Kane would. Kane's he's an out and out sort of complete forward, maybe a sort of predominantly target man to a degree as well. Uh, I mean, he can play any sort of striker role, really. But I think he would he's more of a Madrid sign-in. I think mm. he's just got Madrid written all over him because he can do everything. He can hold up the play a bit, play someone else in, like Asensio or Vinicius, who's obviously like hitting form at the right time for Madrid at the moment. Um, mm. Even with Benzema, to be fair. I think he'd, he'd push Benzema out of the team straight away. Or if they can play the two together... They could link up pretty well, I feel. Um, but you're right with the Haaland thing as well. I think it, depending on where he goes, would definitely depend on where Kane goes then, or vice versa. Because they're, they're very similar players. I know both have been heavily linked with Man City. Now you can see if... I could see Kane going to City. I, I was um, going to say, you know, we, we've assumed, I've assumed, probably, that um, he'll, he'll, he'll move to Spain. Or, or abroad, but actually, with Aguero going, there's a spot there for him at City, isn't there? Yeah. Do, Tot- do Tottenham sell him to a rival, though? Well, I think with with Daniel Levy, you just you just don't know if the price is right, he'll sell. But I think he's he's too shrewd like that. I think he'll be tapping up Real Madrid or PSG. I mean, there's a link with PSG, obviously, with uh, with Pochettino, obviously heading up there at the moment. If Mbappe goes, Kane would fit in. Pays those those wages and transfer fees will probably equal each other out. Um, I mean, it pains to say that because it's obviously a Spurs player, but he is world class and he's probably out and out the best actual striker in the world at the moment. You look like you disagree. Do you not think? Some silence there. He's good. He, uh, don't get me wrong, he is good. But I'm not sure if he's the, the best out-and-out striker in the world at the moment. No, I think he is. I think he is. Hey, no, fair enough. He's quality. He's up there. So he's doing it uh, for a Spurs team that are bang average at the moment. They're sort of clawing onto to sort of fifth place or sixth, wherever they are on the table. But they're, they're sort of hanging around at the moment. But the rest of the players around him, they're not... They're not playing what they were playing sort of two, three years ago. And I think if he was in a Real Madrid, a Man City, he'd be banging in another 10 goals on top of what he's already doing, I think. Because he'd be getting the better service and the better chances if he created. Well, do you know what we might see? Maybe him, Kevin De Bruyne, our link-up would be, be really good. Um, it's, it's an interesting story, actually. And, and I think it's going to be an interesting one to watch. Yeah, I would shoot broad personally, but I get I get the city link. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we shall see. But do you think that he could go? 
no Champions League football for Tottenham. He's gone. Is that I, what you're saying? I gen- yeah, I genuinely think so. I think he's he's got to have so many people talking in his ear at this point, including his his agent, his family, thinking you've got you've still got time for a big move. I think he's what 27, 28. So he's still got a few years left ahead of him. Why not make the big move now? Spurs have they have gone back, you know, in the last sort of season and a half, two seasons. They have uh, regressed a fair amount, to be fair. So why not say right now now's the time to to move on? He's got respect of all the fan base. I think the fans, genuine fans, they'll be pissed off that he's gone, but they can understand it. Yeah. And like you say, he's at that age, isn't he, where he's he's coming to his absolute prime. So it's a kind of, it's now or never. Yeah, I think he's got probably one more season before he potentially, value-wise, might start to decline. You know, he could be like Aguero and still bang him in at 32, 33. And, you know, it wouldn't shock me at all. But from sort of an actual hot commodity value, especially for Levy, that's where he sees players. You think maybe it is worth cashing in and maybe bringing in someone from the youth team or going for a a sort of a hot young striker that's coming up. Yeah, I suppose you could could look at, you know, they could go for like a Calvert-Lewin, Ollie Watkins, someone that doesn't necessarily have to be English, but I'm just saying, you know, know, those those kinds of things that are coming up through the ranks and and seem to be doing really well. uh, Bamford, another one who's who's coming up, could do really well there. But, yeah. Be interesting summer, especially with that sort of saga rumbling on. Uh, And also she touched on the Haaland as well. Haaland, Mbappe, Messi. I think we're in for a really good summer, actually. I said that now. Nothing's going to fucking happen. That's no, going to be boring. It's going to be absolutely boring. The hot, hottest uh, transfer window of the summer might be that Lord Bentner returns to the Premier League. That's probably about it. Lord Bentner. Is he retired now? No, I think he's in... I think he played for Malmo or something last time I saw. He was like the only player that showed, he like didn't he show like his boxers or something when he was celebrating? He got fined. Yeah, like something like that. What? Yeah, that's just yeah. yeah he, was, he was a unique player, wasn't he? He was unique. Remember that? Remember when he come off the bench? Come off the bench. Yeah, that headed goal. Who was that against? Who was that against? Was that? I wouldn't know. Yeah, I think it was the, the spuds, wasn't it? Yeah, we, wouldn't do, we wouldn't talk about that, would we? No, not not on a podcast where you know hundreds of thousands of listeners will hear it. No. Week in, week out, of week course. Week in, week out, our regulars. So, yeah, happy days. Um, I did want to talk about the City-Dortmund game during the week. Did you happen to catch it at all? Yeah, I did, but I saw bits and pieces of it, um, and I saw, I saw you on Facebook heavily involved there. Yeah, so the Bellingham goal that wasn't counted, absolute fucking joke. Why wasn't it counted? I, explain. Do you know what? I, I, cannot, I cannot even explain it, because I don't get it. It was deemed to be a high foot. It wasn't high. It was deemed to be studs showing. Studs weren't showing. They were pointing downwards. It was deemed that he clipped Edison. He didn't touch him. Didn't touch him at all in terms of like kicking him or whatever. He just bullied him off the ball. But Edison went down clutching his leg or whatever it was. 
And Bellingham got through, scored, and was like, oh, no, no goal. Like, absolute con. And they checked it from VAR, and it's like, no, it's not a goal. I just do not understand it. You know, it's it's completely unfair. Don't get me wrong, as much as I want, you know, an English team to be able to go through and stuff. And City, they did play better than, excuse me, better than Dortmund throughout. But it was just, it just wasn't on. Just poor refereeing from start to finish. Then looking into it a bit more, the ref has had some sort of dodgy calls over the last few seasons with things similar to that and sort of controversial incidents and he just gets it completely wrong. So you just think there's got to be, again, it comes back to this stupid VAR discussion that crops up every bloody week. You know, I'm not going to go into it because it just winds us up now. But it was, yeah, it was a, it was a shocking decision. But by the by, Bellingham was fantastic. It's the first time I've really seen him properly play. Uh, you know, there's always hype about him across all social media, across Sky Sports, uh, every rumour mill. Oh, he's fantastic. He does this. He's 17. He looks like a fully-fledged player that's been playing for like, half of his career so far. He's, he's slotted in seamlessly into that Dortmund team that do play a high tempo. They do play a high press. You know, it's a quick pass and movement game generally. And he's just slotted in, and so he's been there his whole career. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, I think he's been he's been he played some great football, and I think Dortmund haven't been as good in in the Bundesliga. I think they're fifth now. Yeah, they're they're, they're at risk good. of missing Champions League, aren't they? They're a good few points off fourth place as well. Mm. So they're they're in a they need they're in a bit of trouble really. Um, so I think they need they need players like that to to play. But I, I agree it, the. Um, the the goal, um, it it, well, it was a goal. It, it was no way that it was a foul. Yeah, I can't remember. Did did the referee check the screen? Yeah, I think but, he ran over to it. I think. Yeah, I think. Was, was that the decision he ran over? Oh, don't quote me on that. But I'm sure that I know there was one incident where he did check it. I'm sure it was that one, and deemed it to yeah. be a foul. I just don't. Know, I don't know what they see. What do they? Do they just have like a fucking cartoon on there? I'm just like, oh, let's watch that for thirty seconds and then. And bugger, is it a clip from The Simpsons or what? I don't know. It's absolutely... It's a mirror. It's a mirror here, probably. If I can sort his hair out before he goes back on the pitch. Oh, it's just... It's an absolute joke. But by the by, Bellingham shone. Foden grew into the game. And, you know, he everything that, that was working for City revolved around him. Yeah. And you just see two young English potential superstars coming up. You just can't help but think... Are they going to be in the squad for for the summer? Would you take Bellingham? I think I would. Yeah, I think I would be like we discussed um, just before the international break, where you look at form. You have to look at the form, and you have to then mm. decide that you're going to um, take those players. I think that's yeah, that's a given. I think that's what has to happen. Yeah. And on form, Foden, Bellingham, and uh, yeah, those, those were the two we were talking about. It was, those yeah, just two, the two players. Uh, yeah, I sorry, sorry. <laughs> those, those are the two. Yeah, we, we, you take those. You might, they might not play every game, but you take them. The only, the only thing I suppose, if you think back to Theo Walcott when he was picked by Sven, that for some for some reason, and I never really understood why, but that did seem to knock him 
Yeah, I I think it's a, it's a different scenario to the Walcott thing, purely because Walcott was 16. I think he'd only just agreed to move to us. I can't remember if he'd actually moved or if he had agreed, but he'd barely played the game. So that's why it was more of a shock and everyone was like, oh my God, what the hell, who's this player? Whereas Foden has been starting near enough every game. Bellingham is starting near enough every game and they're playing well. So that's the key difference. It's like bringing in, as you said, with Walcott, you know, he didn't play any games. It's like bringing in Jack Grealish, who has barely kicked a ball for the last six, eight weeks. He's been fantastic all season. If he's injured, you drop down the pecking order. You've got to build yourself back up again. So yeah. it's it's a difficult scenario. Same as Jesse Lingard was a prime example. Played absolute dog shit for two years, so he wasn't in the team. He started playing well. He's bang on form. He was back in the team. Whether or not I agree with it or not, you know, on form, he's up there. So I, I get it, but it's it's a difficult difficult call. But I, I, if it was me, I think you have to bring them both. They're completely different to what we've got. So then do you... So if you look at the likes of Arsenal then, and you've got Saka and Smith-Rowe, do you take those who have been on form? I think Saka, definitely. He's been standout all season. Smith-Rowe's been in and out of the team. Whether or not that's through form or through Arteta's shocking team decisions, I don't know. But he's not been starting regularly, especially for a little while, the last sort of six, eight weeks. So I think Smith Rowe is he, he won't be there, but Saka, I think I think Saka's guaranteed purely on his flexibility of left back, left wing, right wing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And he's at left back tonight, isn't he? But I no, I do agree with you. I, I wouldn't take Smith Rowe personally. No, I think it's too soon for him. I think in the future, hundred percent. Um, I think you could definitely be there. I think at the moment, though, you know, if you compare him to the likes of Foden, Foden's on a different level. I know he plays for arguably a bigger team at the moment in City, but what they're doing, they're still in four competitions and he's still bossing it. So I can't, you can't really argue with that too much, can you? No. No. Hey-ho. Um, yes, yeah, so that's all kind of I, what I wanted to talk about in terms of of that. So La Liga then, you wanted to talk about that. Where are we at with La Liga then, mate? Yeah, it seems to be my favourite subject in a minute. But no, I just wanted to touch on uh, Atletico and how the, the um, Real Madrid beat in Barcelona yesterday, which Benzema, great, yeah, back hill. No, I'll be honest, I haven't seen any goals. I saw the result come through, but I haven't looked at the goals. I'm more sort of Premier League, really, what this sort of main football Drop podcast was uh, was created by M4. Um, but yeah, continue with La Liga, mate. So yeah, Ram was a great goal from Benzema yesterday. Uh, they obviously beat Barcelona um, to make it make it really, really interesting. And Atletico are currently drawing with Real Betis at the moment, 1-1. And that takes it to Barcelona on 65 points, Real Madrid on 66 points, and Atletico on 67 points. Um, Christ, that's close now. That's very close, mate. Very close. So I will be keeping an eye on that. I think Benji. I think I think you've made it very clear that you won't. But no, I mean I I keep up to date with with the prem and obviously all of our predictions that we made from the week before. 
I also obviously go back and check it before each recording for the new episode the following week. So it just, it just takes up all my time. And obviously, as you said at the beginning, I'm working full time again now, mate. So I don't have time for that sort of stuff. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready get 30, ready get 20 20, 20 ready get 20 20, ready get 15 15, 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's too difficult. Put that in the too difficult <laughs> box in. <laughs> no, I'll keep an eye on it with you because it is interesting. Yeah, all jokes aside. Um, I think it was a bit of a shock result, Real Madrid beating Barca. You know, I think that probably had a draw written all over it considering how up and down they've both been all season. Um, so, and I don't think Real Madrid often often beat Barcelona, to be fair. They beat everybody else, but they don't normally do quite well against Barca. So I think that was quite an interesting scoreline. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Barcelona, they was they were really trying to to come back and and, and get back into the league, and obviously they've done that, but because they had a dodgy start. But but yeah, fair, fair play to Real, they, they did turn on the star yesterday. Just going so, to interrupt quickly, mate. Arsenal two 0 now. Martinelli scored seventy one minutes. Brilliant, so, News yeah. flash. I mean, no one's listening to it live because we're recording, but yeah, we're very excited by this. We have scored two goals away from home. Yeah, brilliant news. I saw I saw Saka was down, but um, I think he got back up and he seems to be all right. Oh, I've not seen that. Um, I've just got the little alerts pop up for goals. <laughs> I, I think he's all right. He's he's. Oh no, sorry, no, no, I'm mistaken. Doesn't look good for Saka. He limps off, and William comes on. Ah, oh, so right, game is won now. Willian's on. Fantastic bad, bad news for for Arsenal. Saka's injured. I know we've got Suarez who can play on that side. Um, I think there's a reason why, though, Suarez wasn't starting tonight. Yeah. So I think the yeah I think he's sort of third choice left back, which is uh, shocking. But you think surely there's got to be someone in the youth team for this? For left back. There's got to be someone you can bring through, surely. You can't tell me they awesome. don't play with a bloody left back in any of the youth levels. Um, yeah, possibly. <laughs> Who 
Who knows? Who knows? So we, we digressed a little bit here. Where we where was we at before? Should we go through the weekend's games? So we start. Yeah. We start with the Leeds. <laughs> yeah. What a what a result that was. Uh, I know I was I was caught it uh, the goals on match of the day. So that was uh, an eye opener seeing some of them. Stuart Dallas. Fucking man on a mission, wasn't he, for a second? Smashed it, yeah, yeah. Two players tugging at him. Um, and, yeah, he, he smashed it in the back of the net. Um, Good finish. Nice, cool, calm right. finish as well. Slot past yeah. Edison. First goal was good as well off the post. Yeah, yeah, it was a good hit. Perhaps slightly lucky to go off the post and in. You know, you can see them, they can go bloody anywhere off that post. So I think he's quite yeah. fortunate for it to go in. But, you know, all credit to Leeds. I think they played well, especially second half, down to 10 men. Took Bamford off. So he get that, that extra man in sort of midfield and defence. And, uh, yeah, just, just hit City on the counter. <laughs> yeah, they defended really well. City were poor. They, they didn't take their chances, but... But let's put that down to Leeds defending really, really well and be able to get the most out of his team when they went down to 10 men. Definitely a red card, I thought. What about you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It was, it was reckless, I think, is the only way to describe that one. Completely and utterly reckless. So I don't think there was uh, an awful lot the ref could do about that. That's, that's a clear, clear red. End of. Thank you very much. Game's done for you, mate. Yeah. So uh, now I was just going to say, yeah, that was a, that was a shock result, but as you said, all credit to Leeds. Um, yeah. Liverpool Villa, I think. Sorry. Sorry what was the, what was the predictions on the city Leeds game? Uh, city Leeds, you said three nil. I said three, one, both to city and um, yeah, Leeds, Leeds one, two, one. So we're both wrong on that. So that was, that was zero points for us that week, mate. Uh, sorry, Liverpool Villa. So that ended two-one to Liverpool after going to goal down. Yeah, big win for that. Good couple of goals. Um, oh, I've forgotten it. Firmino, sorry, Firmino scored a good goal, and Alexander Alexander Arnold Trent scored a good. No, no? Sa- Salah scored, mate. Oh, Salah! Of course it was. I know him and Firmino. They look very, very similar. But yeah, no, it wasn't for me, though, mate. <laughs> it was I'm so glad annoying. we are passing on infinite wisdom to our listeners here. We can't even get the fucking goal scorers right. <laughs> Maybe this should be our last episode. <laughs> it should be. I think we're going to be doing everyone a favour if we just called it a day now. We are shit at this. Fucking, uh, mate, I, I need a goal scorer. <laughs> You said fucking Bobby Firmino for fuck's sake. <laughs> so yeah, so Mohamed Salah scored the equaliser uh, with a, a decent enough goal, but yeah, Trent with the winner. What a bloody hit that was! Was it? I don't know. I think I was watching a different game, mate. No, you're probably watching Kieran Gibbs or something, haven't you? So um... <laughs> uh, it's a great finish outside the box. Really good hit. Um, yeah, you can't argue with that. I think he's kind of he's trying to prove his doubters wrong. Obviously, with Southgate dropping him recently from the from the squad, you know he's had a bit of a dodgy season. 
But I think he's still guaranteed a seat on the plane, isn't he? Uh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Why would you leave him out? He's quality. Exactly. Um, so predictions on that. You guessed 2-0 to Villa. Uh, and I guessed 2-1 to Liverpool. So that is a point to me. And zero to you, mate. Zero to you. Good, yeah. But good. I will... just... Can we, just, can we just go back? I feel like you need to explain the, the Kieran Gibbs joke there, just in case if anyone doesn't know or think <laughs> So, who is it against Chelsea, I think it was, wasn't it? Um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Kieran Gibbs, someone tackled someone. I can't even remember who tackled who, but basically they sent off the wrong person because they thought Gibbs was the Ox or Ox was the Gibbs. cannot remember what way it was. That was so long ago, but... Again, just another example of shocking refereeing, but that will, I mean, it's its a forever living meme now, isn't it? As soon as someone gets a red, if it's one of them, I mean, fucking hell, all hell breaks loose. But it's just its just one of those, uh, one of those infamous stories of football, isn't it, nowadays? Certainly is. Uh, Chelsea, Palace, or did you want to say, sorry, was you going to say something else? Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're not going to talk about it because it was a boring game, but Fulham and Wolves. Wolves won one nil extra time or added time at the end injury time. Uh, unfortunately, you guessed right on the prediction. So do you know what? in six six episodes, I think we've done now seven episodes. You finally got a fucking point, mate. Yes. So well know, done. About that game, I completely forgot about that game because that was on Friday. And <laughs> so I wish I didn't wish I didn't say anything now. <laughs> So yeah, Will, you're finally off the mark, mate, with a point. Congratulations. Back is on. The comeback is on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sorry, Chelsea Palace. Uh, I didn't see that that score coming. Neither of us did. You went for a 1-0, I went for a 1-0. But Chelsea come out the blocks, didn't they? First 15 minutes, two goals. Absolutely smashed it. Um, Completely. Havertz and Pulisic... They had a great game, didn't they? I think Kovacic did well as well, didn't he? Kovacic, Kovacic had a yeah, good game. Really, yeah. Everything seemed to click for him. Chilwell down the left was was unplayable by the looks of it from the highlights that I've I've seen and clips of the game. Um, always, Denise, just so good. Yeah, he's he's Mr. Reliable. He's always a sort of seven. He's like a he's like a decent left back Milner. He's always going to give you a seven or eight every game. Nevertheless, he's never going to have a shocker. You just always know what you're going to get from him. He's going to have a decent delivery in. He's going to do some decent defending, take on a couple of players, job done. Um, it's a great signing for Chelsea, I think, when they got him. Possibly a little bit on the expensive side, but they've got who they needed, and he's, he's sorted it for them. But I think, yeah, the weekend, everything just seemed to click click in place for Chelsea, really, it seems. Mm. Especially the Havertz, yeah. as you yeah. said. Now, I know he's had a bit of a, a torrid debut season. Um, but it's, I know he had COVID as well, didn't he? He had quite a, a, a severe case of COVID. He was out for quite a while. So I suppose it does take a while to kind of get back up to fitness, I suppose. Um, but he seems to be, well, judging on Saturday's performance, seems to be showing what they spent so much money on him for now. Mm. So that was, uh, yeah, a decent result for Chelsea there. Uh, moving on, we've got Burnley Newcastle. Any shocks there for you? I think that was a, a 
just the result that Newcastle needed, wanted. I think with, like you say, with Fulham losing and me getting that all important first point, I think that is really, really bad news for them. And looking at the table, so Fulham have still got a game in hand. So they've got six games left to play for, uh, sorry, Newcastle's got seven games and they are, um, what's that, six points clear? I don't know, I haven't got the table up in front of me, actually, so I'm just flying on. Yeah, no. Your excellent football knowledge, which you've shown and uh, debuted so far this episode, to be spot well, on. Exactly. So, yeah, so Newcastle are six points above Fulham with a game in hand. I can't see. I can't see. I know it's the bottom of the table and anything can happen, but I can't see Newcastle letting that go. No, I think it's too far now, isn't it? Like it's too far, but as you said, bottom of the table, you just never know when the pressure just hits, you know, or something just clicks into place. You know, someone could just say, Joe, what, fuck defending, just go out and score. And all of a sudden the players yeah. go, right, it's almost like sort of unleashing it, isn't it? Taking the, the resistance bands off them saying, go for a run. Don't just stand there and go for it. How about this though, right? So we've said all of this. Newcastle's remaining fixtures. West Ham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, Manchester City. Jesus. Then they play Sheffield and then they play Fulham as the last game of the season. That. Christ. What a running that is going to be. Do you know what? I'd expect them to get one shock result out of that against one of the big wigs. It'll be us, hundred percent. Hundred percent. It'll be, yeah, it'll probably be like a three-nil demolition or something like that. Um, it depends. Yeah, I mean, with Newcastle, it really depends how they come out. You know, Burnley are a very good defensive team, and they've beaten two-one at Burnley. That's a yeah. big result. I know they're not. Burnley's not a huge team, but they're they're generally a tough team to beat, especially at home. So I think that's oh. a big result for them. I can see Newcastle struggling and sort of stumbling across the line. But that final game against Fulham, that, as you, as you said earlier on, that, um, yeah, sorry, earlier on off, off air, that could be a big six-pointer, couldn't it? Could be a big six-pointer, that. Shall we, shall we just quickly go, I'll just quickly go through Fulham's uh, running. Yeah, go on. Obviously, they've got a game less. So they've got, Ar- they've got us, Arsenal. Then yeah. they've got Chelsea. Then they've got Burnley, where they could steal some points. They've got Southampton, where they could probably get some points. Yeah. Then they've got United and then Newcastle. You'd so, say that's an easier run-in, for sure. I could see him picking, picking six or nine out of that. And that makes a big difference come end of the season. That's going to be interesting, isn't it, actually? Now now, now we've had a little look at that, that, that sort of changed my opinion a little bit. And... It could go either way. Newcastle need to get some points from those big, big games. Big games they've got as well. Even if they can nick a couple of draws, I think that's it's definitely going to be some sort of morale boosters, isn't it? If they can nick a yeah. point off of United, you know, they although they, they're doing well, they're getting good results. They're not playing fantastically, so I think you could possibly nick a point off of them. Um, Chelsea, I don't see it happening. Us. You know, they, anyone could potentially get points off of us at the moment. 
And then, as you said, the Fulham game is all to play for them, isn't it? Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, from our predictions, from the Burnley-Newcastle, we both said uh, draws. You went for 2-2, two, two, went for nil-nil. So neither has got a point there, unfortunately. Uh, probably one of the surprising results, uh, West Ham-Leicester. Yeah, big result that for West Ham. Great, great, cut, good couple of goals for Lingard. Uh, Hini Archo again scored a good, good couple of goals, but yeah, West Ham narrowed it out with with a three-two win. And are, are now in in the top four. I just question whether they can stay there. Um... But I've said that for the last few weeks and they, they sort of dropped to fifth, back up to fourth, dropped to fifth, back up to fourth. So it wouldn't surprise me anymore to see them there come the end of the season. They've had an absolute blinder of the season. I hope they can finish it. I hope they can uh, can do the job and, and do a surprise top four finish. Uh, but as we touched on a few weeks ago, next season will then be a massive one for them and a massive window in the summer. See if they can get a squad that's capable of competing. Or at least being able to play two, three times a week. Yeah, and Leicester have been pretty hit and miss this season. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I think Leicester could—they <clears throat> could have a bit of a shocker. I mean, they're running. To be fair, doesn't look too sad, um, but. Yeah, so so lost. Yeah, I don't know. I think West Ham will uh, will 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 do it. I, I think. Sorry, not West Ham. I think Leicester will do it. We'll get into the Champions League with Chelsea, though. I don't think West Ham will do it. Do you know what? I'm I'm not convinced with Leicester. They always do it every single season. They get to the last 10, 12 games and stumble. They've done it for the last two seasons in a row. Now, they're not stumbling as such, but you'd still expect them to beat West Ham. I know West Ham are having a good season, but I think Leicester are a better team. Overall, I think they're a better team. I know they've had a few injuries and whatnot, but I still think they're a better team. So to, to lose 3-2, you'd expect to at least draw and get you know at least share the spoils on that. Um, so yeah. I'm not convinced Leicester will, will get there, personally. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Yeah. Um, but predictions-wise, you went 2-1 Leicester. I went 2-1 West Ham. So no points, but at least one of us got a, a prediction for a win, right? But I didn't see a 3-2. I, I wouldn't see it scoring that high. No, not at all. No, I would never have guessed a 3-2. Not, not, not in a million years. I would have thought Leicester would have nicked it, especially on the last their last couple of results they've had. Mm. Uh, but fair play. Didn't yeah. do it. Move on. What's the next one? Uh, Tottenham it... Man United. Um... Did they do Tottenham? Pardon? Did Tottenham do well in that one? Yeah, they did really well. They uh, they they actually hit a 2-1 loss, which was fantastic to see for a Guna fan. Uh, it was, it was uh, sorry, mate. You know, I hate to correct you, but it was actually 3-1. Was it 3-1? <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought it was two one last time I saw. Now Greenwood got a uh, ninety plus six 
Oh, classic Man United scoring that is, isn't it? They love an injury time winner. They do, don't they? Sorry, winner in that case, but but they love an injury time goal. Right, yeah. Sorry, I didn't see it being being three uh, one. Do you know what? When I saw it was three one, because I, I was saying, I was what I was keeping on the score. So it was two one. Thought it was ninety minutes now. That'll, that'll be the way it finished. And, I, and when I saw it was three one, I thought I, I, I thought to myself, I bet that's a fucking Fernandez penalty. penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you said it. I was like, you've already told me you scored, but I still thought it was Fernandez. <laughs> it's always 90 plus a million Fernandez penalty. Oh, 100%. Just wait until he gets a pen. <laughs> Plays until he gets a pen, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, conscious of time in here, so move swiftly on. Um, what was the response on that one, mate, from the, from the guests? Uh, you went 1-0 United, I went 1-1, so still no points there. It's a very crap week for our predictions. Oh, finally, we've, we're at 90 plus one minutes for Sheffield United and Arsenal. Arsenal currently 3-0 up. Uh, you went for, you went ambitiously for a 4-0 win, which is not looking too shabby now. We could still potentially get another goal here. I went for a 2-1, so I'm already out. Um, but yeah, your 4-0 might come off yet, mate. So depending on how much longer we talk, we'll go through our predictions for next week um, and then obviously revisit that and we can go from there, shall we? Sounds good, mate. Right, let's whiz through then, shall we? So we'll forget about West Brom and, and Brighton tomorrow because we're not obviously doing that. Uh, Friday, you've got Everton v Tottenham at Everton. At Everton... <sighs> I'm going to go 2-0 Everton. 2-0 Everton. Oh, I'm going to go for uh, 1-2 Spurs, just to go opposite you. Uh, Newcastle, West Ham at Newcastle. Uh, I am going to go for a 2-0, 2-1 West Ham. I think Newcastle will get a car. I'm going to go for a 3-1 West Ham. I'm going to go the same way, but different scoreline. Uh, Wolves v Sheffield. Wolves, Sheffield, I think Wolves will win that. What do I think the result is going to be? Uh, that is the question. That's part of the prediction. If I was the band in three against Sheffield, Wolves should be able to get six. <laughs> go for... Let's go 1-0 Wolves. 1-0 Wolves. Okay, I'm going to go for 2-0 Wolves. Uh, Arsenal Fulham, you mentioned that earlier. It's at the Emirates. Well, you missed the game on Saturday. Chelsea City. Oh, I haven't got that on my list here. No, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea against. City oh, yeah. I've got, I've... Oh, FA Cup. Sorry, I'm just looking at Prem. Uh, cool. So, yeah. Do you do FA Cup as well? Or is it yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Go on, chuck it in. Right, I reckon a City 2 1 win. Chelsea City 2-1 to City. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I'm I'm going to go... I'm going to go for a 3-1 City. Yeah, 3-1 City I'm going to go for. You've gone for a 2-1, yeah? Cool. Okay. You're writing this down? Yeah, yeah, I just write that down. I didn't have that on my list. Uh, Man U v Burnley at Man U. Oh, we didn't do Arsenal Fulham, son. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, Arsenal Fulham. Sorry, mate. I was going to go back to. I was like, did I miss that? So I'll ask him after. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal Fulham at the Emirates. Arsenal Fulham at the Emirates. I think that's going to be a tough game because Fulham are going to be desperate. But I'm going to go for a two-nil Arsenal win. Okay, I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for a four-one Arsenal win. Madness, man. Yeah, Madness. well, you've done it. You did it. You did went for four nil, three nil at the moment. So you just never know what might happen. Uh, yeah, we're in the ninety fifth minute now. The Arsenal game. Um, Man U versus Burnley then at Old Trafford. It's done. Three nil. Finished three, three nil. Oh, what the Arsenal game is? Yeah, the Arsenal game. Good, good goal by Lacazette. Yeah, I'll have to watch them uh, back. I'm gutted yeah. I miss that. Gutted. Man United, Burnley. Um, I think that that's going to be a draw. Nil-nil. A nil-nil draw. That is a bold prediction. I want to go 2 nil United. I don't see him losing that. Oh, big game. Leeds versus Liverpool. It's on the Monday night, that is. So, oh, you have missed the Leicester-Southampton game. What's the oh, FA Cup as well, is it? Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to go for a Leicester 3-0. Leicester against Southampton. 3-0. Okay, I'm going to go for... I'm going for 3-1 Leicester win. I think Southampton, they could pull it out of the bag, to be fair. It's the only thing they've got going for them now, isn't it, really? They're pretty much yeah. guaranteed to be safe. Probably another three or six points out of the last games will be fine. Um, but as we, we discussed earlier, Leicester are, are faltering slightly. They're a bit hot and cold, so you never know. Um, yeah, next Monday night, then Leeds v Liverpool. Monday night football, Leeds-Liverpool. It's at Ellen Road. It's at Ellen Road. It is, yeah. I think I'm going to go for a draw, 1-0. 1-0. Uh, I'm going to go for a 1-2 Liverpool win. I think it'll be close. I just don't see Leeds being able to do it against Liverpool and City back-to-back. Not that they'll be tired or anything. I just don't see them being able to do it personally. Um, so, predictions overall, we are at 6-1. You're clawing it. Well, I mean, you're not clawing it back. You're still five points away. But you've got a point on board now, mate. So, congratulations. How do you feel? That comeback is on, mate. That comeback is on. I was close to getting a... A second there with uh, with the Guna game. I feel like next week, all I've got to do is get basically every every single result next week done right, and I'm, I'm up there. Do you know what? What is so weird about that is that's the aim of the fucking game, mate, is to get them right and then you win. I, oh, is it? Clearly, you didn't realise this. You're just like predicting wrong or something. Ah. I don't know. Um, I thought it was just about being a complete prick and just guessing it wrong. <laughs> if that was the case, you fucking won hands down, bruv. Hands <laughs> down. You are the winner of the season. The football drop champion. <laughs> we uh, we need to get a little trophy set up for this. We need to get a little trophy done, don't we? Yeah, he's, he's fucking winning 6-1. Those I've got no chance in hell. And all of a sudden he goes... Mate, yeah, we, need, we, we just, know you've got a chance. Just, just, <laughs> Mate, you've got a chance. As you said, you, if you just get all of them right, you're in the lead. So that's all we need to do next week. Get them all right, sorted. 
bang, you're in the lead. Ben, fuck you. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we will call it a day. Thank you for listening. Will, cheers for your time, bruv. As always, a pleasure. Cheers, Speak Thank to you, you later. Enjoy the next seven days. I'll catch you next week. <laughs> cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.